that, it's like, wait, like, how new? There's more. What's up? Like, Persians, like, we're so, like, trigger happy and so excited to just throw engagements and weddings during, like, corona time because they finally have a legal excuse not to invite half the Persian community in America. Oh, well, also known as, like, inviting selective friends and family. This is like, well, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> Live from Soho Grand. Uh, you make us sound so bougie and fancy like <laughs> no rooms are a hundred dollars a night it's actually everyone what? should be staying here it's they're a hundred a night yeah it's such a nice hotel for a hundred a night yeah i'm shocked i feel like i shouldn't have i just, am in shock maybe we should like because i'm uploading this episode tomorrow it's like not really safe to give my i'll just bleep out do you actually think people care where you are yeah, who I do you think stalker. you are? What do you mean? I also have a stalker. Who are your stalkers? The the guy from the census. Oh, whoa. No, also the guy when you worked at the restaurant who would call you every day. Oh, my God. That was okay, so creepy. Oh, stalker. my God. Yeah, he literally him. used to ask me, like, where I am and how long I'm going to be there. And, like, oh, you're with your friends, but come spend time with me. I'm like, I don't know you. Okay, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yours seem like harmless, like, Persian creepy man stalkers. Like, I guess. I yeah. didn't, the episode where I talked about this, we didn't upload. But, yeah, believe it or not, there are episodes we don't upload. <laughs> <laughs> you P- people are going to be like, wait, they choose what they're going to put on. It sounds like they just, like, yeah. post all the quotes of share that comes <laughs> yeah, out of their mouth. <laughs> um, no, there was this girl recently messaged me on Twitter uh, for those listening i i don't have that like very active on twitter i would say about myself so this girl messaged me and she said oh uh, have you have you dated this guy whose name was so and so and then i or she was like oh i'm so sorry you dated this guy uh he, i also was dating him like he's crazy like so sorry for what you went through and like i I didn't recognize the name of this guy, and I messaged her back, like, I don't know who this guy is, um, and I don't know who you are, quite frankly. Like, I was just kind of annoyed. I'm usually nice to strangers. Like, even stra- I'm really nice to strangers on the internet. I'm not, like... But I don't know, it was just, I feel like, like Millie could come off so cold in person, but <laughs> to strangers on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's... So, Since your parents ever teach was- you about strangers on the internet? <laughs> um yeah i mean that's that's like needs a whole other episode um but yeah then she just kept insisting that i knew who this guy was and i said no i really don't know who he is and then she sent a photo and then i recognized his photo that like was this avatar like his thumbnail whatever avatar avatar on twitter but i never met this person in real life like i just know that they were like some sort of retarded minion of my ex and like worked in tech and just like harassed me like two years ago on Twitter and then I just like blocked them. I think I just wrote like, oh, stop messaging, like whatever, I don't like fuck off, something like that. Like, so they per- they lied and like pretended and then, that yeah. he I That happened yeah. to me twice in my life. I had two guys in my life um, lie and tell people I was their girlfriend and um I was just very insulted because I'm like, these were two people I would not want my name attached to. Like, no offense to them, but whatever. Like, who gives a shit about them? They're assholes. But, like, yeah, they would, like, go around lying, saying I'm their girlfriend. And then, like, people would come up to me, like, oh, you're so-and-so's girlfriend. And I would, like, throw a fucking fit in public. I'd be like, no. Um, but I think it's kind of fucked up for people to, like, connect your name to theirs when you have nothing to do with them. It, like, taints yeah. your name for no reason. Yeah, I mean, I guess I... I didn't care that much because I I don't really know anyone in common. I guess it's just part of like Indian tech scene, like tech New York tech scene, whatever. It's not. That's I guess that sounds problematic when I put it that. Whatever. Um, but to me, it wasn't like oh no, like 
I kind of don't care, but it, it just was really freaky that, like, someone who I have, like, never really gave any thought to, like, the past two years has been thinking about me so often to make up such, like, lies about me and to even say what my sexual preferences are. Like, that's what she told, like, so much Ew. weird stuff. And it's like, well, I mean, alleged sexual, like, said I oh, was yeah. into weird stuff. Not that there's anything wrong <laughs> Not with that weird there's anything stuff. into weird, yeah, but it's like, I can't believe... That, I don't know, that, like, that's so creepy. I don't know how we got, uh, oh, in, in the sense, uh, yeah, because I, we brought yeah, you're saying I don't, that you I'm do saying, have stalkers. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to sound cool, but it's just, like, I don't have friends, but I have stalkers. <laughs> like, that's where I. What am I then? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, this Millie. This is just like a, like, high level stalker friendship. Isn't that like the highest level of friendship where, like, we stalk each other? So you're saying I'm a stalker, not a like, friend. Like, maybe we're just mutually stalking each other. I guess that's what friendship is, in a sense. It's yeah. like, a, it's a stalker that you accept into your life like as your I, stalker, like, and you stalk them back. Like, text me when you get home. It's like, I already, like... <laughs> that's the- like, I already have your location on my phone. You don't- Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I used to tell... Um, yeah, only my closest friends have my location on their phone. Mm-hmm. Um it's like when i used to tell them like oh yeah like i'm ready i left the house i'm on my way to pick you up and like they would text me back like natalie i see your location you're still at home (laughs) i'm like i forgot you have my location you're my stalker they're my stalker and i'm their stalker yeah yeah so i think it's sweet in a way yeah like when my friend lies and says she's home but i can see she's going to hang out with that boy that everyone told her not to hang out with (laughs) we're her stalker yeah, but there's nothing wrong with, like, a well-intentioned stalker as well. No, of course, because, like, it's like, what's that movie where this guy is this girl's stalker, but he actually saves her life, like, a million times? It was a movie, like... I don't know. Like, everyone thinks he's, like, a creepy stalker, but really, like, he would stalk her and, like, literally save her life all the time. You? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely wasn't you. Um... I couldn't watch that whole show. I just watched, like... Oh, the second season was so weird. I just watched, like, two... Like, I, I don't know. I think I watched halfway into the first season. How but creepy is it to think that you could be dating someone who, like, low-key is, like, a serial killer? And you don't know? Yeah. I don't know. I recently started dating for someone for the first time in my life. I'm oh, yeah? Let's In a relationship. Well, we're not going to talk too much about no, it. No, I was... Because he's one of our biggest fans, and he <laughs> listens to every episode, so... When he hears this episode, he'll be smiling like, "Ah, oh. so you should only have good things to say." <laughs> um, yeah, this is really big. Yeah, we're not gonna say his name though, because you know. No, that's fine. I don't think he doesn't relevant. need any more stalkers. He has enough stalkers. So yeah, you guys both get stalked a lot. I mean, well, he has a bigger following than we do in the industry he works in, so he has a lot of stalkers. And how do you? How does that make you feel? That he has a bigger following? Yeah. No, not that, not a comparison to you. <laughs> that, that he has he stalkers? Has, yeah. I love it. Like, I told him when we're out together, if girls go up and flirt with him at a party, I want him to flirt back because I enjoy people wanting what I have. And I trust him so much in our relationship that I know he wouldn't cheat on me and he wouldn't, like, do anything with these girls. So, like, I, like, enjoy watching girls flirt with him because, like, I like when someone wants what I have. Um, how long have you guys been seeing each other? uh we've been official for three weeks so it's fairly oh, new That's um, so sweet. first relationship honestly even before like i guess i could talk a little bit about like how we met and stuff and like why i trust him so much um so basically we met at a party like someone's like private rooftop in brooklyn he was djing and whatever we were talking and at first he wanted kind of like to get more serious than i did because i'd never been in a relationship i mean neither had he but like i'm just oh really it's his first relationship he had one relationship in college like years ago but like it wasn't like that serious um but but basically like i've always been more cautious of like a like not attachment but like of commitment i guess i'm kind of a commitment phobe in some ways if you haven't noticed um, it's I think it's part of being a Gemini. I don't know. <laughs> um, a certain type of Gemini. Yeah, a certain type of Gemini, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of more, like, pushing away the more he tried to, like, 
hold on tight and he realized that so he had texted me like oh i think i need space from you whatever because like it's like not good for me because i see that like you're like resisting and i was like okay so when he said like space i thought he meant like that's it like it's done forever but he said the whole time his intention was to just give me space to breathe so i wasn't feeling suffocated and then to come back but come back with a better approach and that's what he did like he came back like a week later and like came back into my life and like came back a with week a, later yeah <laughs> that, was <laughs> that, that was him giving me say, it was very hard for him he had to hold back so hard apparently that's what that's he says cute. i wonder what he's gonna say when he hears this episode how much i'm twisting the situation no but that's really what he said he's like it felt like way more but like i couldn't like wait that much longer um but he came back with a much more chill approach and he was like way more like relaxed and not as like suffocating and like it actually gave me time to like kind of meet up with him and be on the same like page as him um yeah so the reason why i trust him so much is because um during that week like i had hooked up with a few people and so did he and he told me that the first time we hung out after him texting me again which was like a week after that week so it was like two weeks of not seeing each other Mm -hmm. he said the first time we hung out even though it was just like as friends in a group setting um he said he messaged all those girls that he had hooked up with during the time where we didn't see each other and told them like sorry there's someone i'm interested in i don't want to talk to you anymore it's like we weren't official we weren't exclusive we weren't anything and he was already cutting up like other people off just to like focus on me oh wow yeah so he's he's committed yeah yeah so yeah, back to the whole stalker thing. I'm I like when he asks stalkers. Back to the whole stalker <laughs> no, because you're. <laughs> that's how we got more to this. <laughs> relationship. Um. Yeah, we could talk yeah. about relationships. Relationships are interesting. It's it's a commitment. I didn't realize that when you like say yes to a relationship, there's commitment that comes with it. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of part of the... And, like, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do for another person. Well, that's kind of part of being an adult. That's wild to me. It's a whole new world that I never had been a part of until now. Yeah, but it sounds like... Like, you're now seeing that there are positive, like, benefits. It's not just... Oh, for sure. There's so many positive benefits. Like, I think you viewed relationships a bit negatively. I think it's just... Before. Now I'm... Okay, well, like, to put it this way, like, I'm dating a DJ. So, like, it, like... I think I needed to be in a relationship with someone who's more on my page as opposed to someone who's, like... Yeah, you were you were associating relationships with someone who would slow you down. Like, you thought it would, like, kind of damp your social life. Yeah. Whereas, like he's on the same speed as you Uh, sometimes i'm still a little faster than him and like my friend hadar was like only you would out party a dj and i'm like yeah Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um so yeah even with the dj i'm still a little bit too much at times for him and he's like he's like oh like after my dj set like what if we just go straight home and like sleep and i'm like no but there's an after party and he's like you're a little crazy um Yes, yeah, sometimes are his, like our set. Like, what hour does he usually DJ? Um, it really depends. Like this past weekend was like his longest set that he's ever played. It was a six-hour set. Oh wow! Um, so he played from six. What was it? He played from six to eight, and then again he had a set from eight to ten, and then I think he had a one-hour break, and then played again, or two-hour break, and then he played again from twelve to two. And then, so you were there at this? Yeah. And, like, what do you do while he's DJing? Well, I usually invite a lot of friends. Like, ten of my friends came that night. We just all partied while he DJed. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. And, like, here and there, he would, like, motion to me to, like, come behind the DJ booth so he could, like, say hi to me and, like, kiss me or something. That's so cute. Oh, wait, did did we explain that I just got to New York? Cause I just really, cause it sounds weird that it's like, oh, I'm asking you like what you do. Oh yeah, I mean, me and Millie haven't we're, seen each other in months. Yeah. If honestly, oh, I thought it was like four months. Yeah, it's only been two months, I guess, since I left New York. That's wild. But um, yeah, I I think it's. I was gonna ask what you did this week so that was which night was that then oh also for the record for our listeners i'm not dating a persian dj who's on his way to become a doctor like he's actually like 
a professional DJ. He like also produces music. He has his own record label. He's not like a one of those okay. weird like I DJ Persian weddings and I am going to be doctor. Like he's not one of those. I don't think like anyone thought that. I'm that just be, I'm just clearing I the air. Date, I want to <laughs> date, date that guy as like a social experiment, like oh the God. Persian bar mitzvah DJ. Exchange oh my God, ew. That's my favorite type of music. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone check out my hot mitzvah playlist. <laughs> So Honestly, I love that playlist. All the bangers are out. Um, so, which night was this? This, this was, was like, Friday night, and oh, you landed okay. Saturday, yeah, like midday. Morning. Yeah, today Sunday. Um, yeah, when I what I did this weekend, so I flew to New York with my cousin and my uncle, and me and my cousin had booked a hotel room for a week and then and the hotel was right next to my old apartment i'd stay there a million times like when, whenever my parents would visit and we get to the hotel and it's like completely closed like we're there with all of our luggages which i thought was so bizarre like how could you accept our reservation is luggage just a word or is pl- plural for luggage, luggage just luggage it's just luggage. Did I say luggage? You said luggages. Luggage. <laughs> That's so weird. I was even thinking about yesterday when I was writing luggage. Like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> go on. Just, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm happy you said that, actually. Um, but, uh... Yes, you're standing so, with all your luggages. <laughs> all my luggage, luggages. Uh, and... Yeah, they like these two guys came out and they're like, "Oh, the hotel's completely closed." And it's like, "Well, why did like why did we get an email about like your new up-to-date protocols on COVID and all this stuff? Like, how like how are we not informed? Like, I just think that's so crazy." Yeah. And then the three of us just had to find like a hotel to stay for last stay in last night. Um, and it was really small. But it's <laughs> actually I want to kind of like bash on the one hotel. So it was the one hotel. <laughs> And it's like I I thought this was like a top like luxury leading hotel. Well, it's supposed to be. Uh, it's literally like a two hundred fifty dollars, I mean two hundred fifty square foot room was considered like their penthouse thing because like this was after my uncle name dropped the owner or something, and because uh, that's what Persians do, they name drop. <laughs> like, excuse me, I know. Who's the owner of one hotel? What was his name? Is it Moynihan? Oh, yeah, no, very oh. shy or something. Oh. Uh, I don't know how I... I never remember names. My cousin Eliza is in the background of the show. <laughs> what are you eating? eating peanut M&M's. Oh my like, god, can I have bed. one? <laughs> that's a, the classic Eliza. <laughs> that's our audience. Um, yeah, that's her audience. And that's also my cousin in her natural state. Okay, she's... I need to cut this out. She's giving me... <laughs> I took two. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't have to cut it out now. <laughs> so yeah, the room was so small. Do you have anything, Eliya, to say about the state of the room? I feel like you. I just. <laughs> I can speak. Yeah. yeah. No, I just want to have a moment to talk about how bad. Eliya's like, should I sign language it to you? Like, no. So first of all, can you come closer? Yeah. First of all, it was absolutely ridiculous that this is one of their larger rooms when, and like, I'm pretty like, no, like I know about New York hotel rooms, how they're small, but this room was like really small and it was like, (laughs) it was like almost like $500 a night for this tiny room. And like, there was nothing luxurious about it. Like there was like moss growing from like the walls. Plants everywhere. Plants everywhere. There were like spiders. There were spiders everywhere. I'm not into this millennial minimalist plant bullshit. Like. No. Yeah, everyone knows that indoor plants bring bugs. And there was so many plants. It was like like the house in Jumanji when like the house started like if anyone knows this reference, like the house started just like growing plants like everywhere and became kind of like a greenhouse. That was the vibes. Yeah, and then I was like choking on like Santal 33 like ass oh my God. like everywhere. Um, like, I feel like I still smell like a fuckboy. I need to take, like, two more showers. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, like, I feel... (laughs) I don't know, like, I feel less Jewish. I don't know what's... I don't know why. I don't know why I have to do anything. 
It's like so much for. I need like another day of atonement. Instead of come before you. Anyways. One day of atonement is enough for me a year. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't use my phone on Yom Kippur. I thought you I usually would... use your phone on Yom Kippur? I wouldn't. I mean, usually I'm at like synagogue all day. But like, I think I use uh-huh. it like in between breaks. Uh-huh. No, I actually am. But I can't like, believe you use your phone on Yom Kippur. You're such a bad Jew. Okay. Um, we have different. I use my phone. We have different. Uh, <laughs> we have different. Uh, ex- uh, I think. Uh, traditions. Not expectations. Traditions. Not traditions, but definitions of being a good Jew. Are you trying to say I'm a bad Jew? No, I just think if you want to hold me to that standard, like I'll flip that. I back mean, no, I'm kidding. But. No, I know, but I'm just starting to start drama. So, I didn't really feel different. Because I've like, actively tried to lower my screen time on my phone, mm-hmm. so I didn't really... I mean, like, I no just sleep through most me. of Yom Kippur, so... Okay, so I think that's... like I think you should be awake and, like, suffering. Like, what the hell is sleeping doing? I, I suffer in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the tweet that. I suffer in my sleep. <laughs> um... I get that. I, I do suffer in my sleep. My dreams are so preoccupied that I never really... Like, I wake up looking tired. Speaking of dreams, in our next episode... Oh, yeah. Good time to plug that in. Um, we're going to have on... One of my friend's friend who's studying to become a psychologist. He's very cool and um, specifically interested in dreams, which is, like, something me and Natalie talk about a lot. So... We're going to have him interpret some of our recent dreams, but if you would like to send us some weird reoccurring dreams you guys have had in your lives, DM us on Instagram, you know, how to contact us and we can we'll send keep it, it anonymous. Yeah. Because we know I mean, how much fine. Persian people love to be anonymous. Yeah. You, you also, you don't need to be Persian sent to us, but you could be anonymous and non-Persian. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe the Kharijis are anonymous. Yeah, maybe. A Persian recently told me I can't be, I can't say Kharijis, they're like, you're Kharijis. And I was like, excuse me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to explain the definition of Kharijis, like, in English for Khariji all the Kharijis people? It just means foreigner. Um, and when this person said this to me, and I, I said, oh, really, like, is Kharijis, like, f- specifically foreign to iran and he was like no it's not and i was like all right that's <laughs> like find a word for that and then he did actually oh wow um but i'm forgetting but it was like an academic term not not really used in like mm. everyday parlance uh how did we Oh, we, this I was describing like my weekend, yeah, in the one hotel situation, and, and the fact that you haven't been here in months. I mean, I I was last here in July. I left at the end of July. Yeah, because you were here for Anna's birthday. Yeah, if that's how we're measuring. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I remember the first weekend that you weren't here is the weekend I met my boyfriend. Maybe, like, I was, it, like, you just needed... Your to, bad luck? Yeah. Like, was, <laughs> we were spending too much time together. Like, I was the man in your life. I don't know. Maybe. No, okay. Okay, just to <laughs> there. But that is so... Yeah, it's so strange. Like, I left New York and so much changed within our friendship. Yeah, yesterday you were saying you feel like you missed a whole season of a, of a show. It is like you missed a whole season. I haven't really changed, though. Like, I'm... Like, I would always tell my friends, like, I'm not one of those people that's going to get into a relationship and, like, disappear from the friend group and, like, always invite their boyfriend and, like, always do this. And, and like, they'd always be like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. And, like, now everyone sees, like, I'm really not that type. I don't know. It's just not, it's not something I, I enjoy. Like, I'm, I'm never going to be happy not seeing my friends all the time. But, like, a lot of girls are like that. Yeah, I don't like when... People do. I have a lot of friends in relationships and like luckily they they're like they're still attentive and like come yeah. out but it's not like you have like, to force them to like people have to want to still see their friends and I happen to want to still see my friends yeah exactly yeah it's a shitty feeling to be like come on come on it's yeah. like how many times am I gonna come on for you to like come out it's like 
enough. But, um, I don't know. Maybe you would turn into that person. It's only three weeks in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it, if anything, it happens in the first few months. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to start off not like that and then become that. Yeah. Also, he's very understanding of the fact of, like, the point that, like, I'm not that type of person. Yeah, no, he's probably attracted to the fact that, like, you have your own identity. Yeah, and, like, life, yeah very much you know? so. No, that's good. Um, I I wish, like, there had... I wish, like, you had missed the season on my life, but I, I can't... <laughs> I can't really say much for any, ma- like, major changes um <laughs> in my life. but i don't know ask me some have, I don't know. ask me some questions <laughs> ask me about me natalie i don't want to talk about me now <laughs> i don't know oh. what, what's happening with you millie are you still single <laughs> yeah i'm still single so, so. I, every time i want to say something that i and then i'm like oh wait i'm not gonna say it i just mumble it like i edit that podcast i'm like wow i don't finish sentences <laughs> like it's either i d- i'm about to start saying something and then i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> or i realize that there's a different way i want to make a sentence it just goes to show how much i show how much i uh don't think before i speak <laughs> so i think if either of us like thought too much before we spoke like the podcast would be super boring no but i think it wouldn't exist yeah yeah true so yeah but i mean that's why like you know writing is always there like so you can overthink and like edit and edit and edit yeah well there's different there's a kind of writing that's about like not thinking before writing it's called like phrasis and it's just like i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but it's just writing immediately whatever comes to you mm-hmm. i took this writing class that we had to do that it was like a kind of like art um not criticism art criticism but just like writing on art in general we had to like go to museums and galleries and like look at a painting and immediately write what came to our mind which like at first was so hard for me Mm -hmm. and i thought it was dumb the teacher was like really free-spirited and i don't like (laughs) free-spirited people (laughs) because i'm toxic and (laughs) (laughs) but it was i think even though it wasn't like a super academic class like there was no heavy course load like reading load or anything I, i think it helped me a lot with writing because i get in my head so much with that yeah and you just like immediately just say whatever like i think it's a really good practice for not just academic writing like any kind of writing um but yeah i i actually there's I wanted to talk to you about this, but I feel like it's kind of interesting to mention on the podcast because I feel like probably our listeners maybe saw that show Rami. Did you ever watch it? Did I bring this up to you? Rami? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, I never watched it, but I've heard about it. So, yeah, it's just like this show about this like millennial Egyptian guy who's... he's He is Muslim, but like... The whole show is, like, he's about the fact that he's a very flawed character. Like, he's a practicing Muslim, but then... And he doesn't do drugs or drink, but he, like, sleeps with women and, like... With, like, you know... Oh, shit. Uh, why does this always loosen? I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I know. It's um, But, yeah, that's, like, I think his main vice on the show is that he just like it's not necessarily that he's having a lot of sex it's just like he's i don't know he's see, like the what bothered me was that i mean which is fine like the show was very ad, it was admitting of the fact that he is a flawed character like yeah. there was no hiding of that but um he needed islam to like remind him of morals he needed religion to like force him to be a good person yeah and, like I feel like me and you talk about this all the time. Like, that's the worst reason to 
be religious, but like that's always it's the worst and, reason to be a good person because you fear that you're gonna be smited if you're not. You should be a good person because you want to be a good person. That's like when yeah. my dad. No, but no, not that. Like that's that's true, but like I, there's also like another angle, which is like I need I need this not like the fear of being like oh I'll, I'll be smited. Smitted. Smitted. I'll be smitted. What's wrong with <laughs> um, It's also, like, the fact that you, like, that's your, ugh, now I can't really articulate what I was, I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's just, like, that that's your motivation, and um, it's, like, you know, it's just, like, how people pick and choose. It's, like, oh, I, I don't use my phone on Yom Kippur, but then, like, yeah. you'll do something, like, and then, you know what I mean? But then it's, like, not always. Like, there was this friend I had who was Shomer Shabbat, but he would, like, watch so much gay porn, and I was, like, and, and like, but, like, there was an emergency one time, and I was, like, I called him a million times, and he was, like, it's Shabbat, and I was, like, you're watching gay porn, like, fucking answer my phone. <laughs> and, um, so the show is kind of outlining the hypocrisies, I guess, of that, but, which is fine, but. I mean, in reality, I feel like I know so many people like that. They're like, oh, I keep kosher and I keep Shabbat, but, like, I fuck bitches, like. Yeah, and then, like, he, w- he had an affair with this married woman in the show, and then, like, he would just go to the mosque after and pray, and it's like. I think that's so defiling to a religion. And then, but that wasn't even what I, like, that wasn't my criticism. I'm just talking about, like, being annoyed at the character, which is, like, good. Like, that, that that's what yeah. they wanted. I would say it was just, like, the, it was just very, like, kind of, like, millennial style, which annoyed me. But the <laughs> thing that annoyed me, like, my core issue with the show was the depiction of his mother i feel like it was trying to be woke like oh wow like his mother is actually really nuanced she's not like a typical middle eastern mom but i think they actually made her look really dumb like first like she's just always trying to give people food and like she has no interest but then like there's another episode that like gives more insight into her day-to-day life and she starts trying to drive uber because she's essentially bored and then she just like constantly says like politically incorrect things like political like now in our society deemed politically incorrect but mm-hmm. just like insensitive things and i guess i didn't like how like kind of clueless she's portrayed as because i don't i don't know and then but then it's like oh but she actually speaks french so like that was her that was like her moment of vindication um, and then, like, there was, of course, like, the super liberal daughter is like, Mom, you can't say that. They're trans. And it's like, you're so dumb and, like, you Muslim mom. Like, that was, like, that was the daughter. And it, I don't know. It was just really cringe to me. And I, I'm trying to stop saying cringe because that itself is so cringe. But, <laughs> um, but then it got to a point where, like, they were just trying to push so much of this political agenda where, like, the daughter like starts saying that the mom acts like Trump because she says whatever is on her mind, and then when her the mother is being sworn in as a citizen of the United States, she's like in the room and uh, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, and she's looking at the photo of uh, President Trump, mm. and she's like I'm in her head, or like she's whispering like I'm not going to be like you, fucking Trump. You are a fucking loser. Like you're going to die, and it's like. I just thought, like, what? Like, it's just, what are you doing? Like, you're a TV show, and that was so kind of transparent and desperate, like, just to be interesting. I just thought it was kind of, like, inappropriate, and, like, this is why progressivism has failed, because, like, there is no plan. It's just about, like, talking about how much you hate Trump. (laughs) It's just like, okay... And then what? <laughs> and then what? I mean, this show just sounds, like, a little too obvious. Yeah, it was just, like, trying to fulfill whatever agendas he had. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. I like that he was trying to give an opportunity because, you know, there were episodes that one would be just about the sister and then another would be about his, like, 
fucked up racist gay uncle and then another would be about his father like and it's interesting because it like you know there are crossovers with persian culture where Mm -hmm. like you don't see the day-to-day life of the dad like yeah he comes off very um not simple but just like insensitive and like um unattentive but it's like he's actually under so much stress financially and like in the show he's like the father actually lost his job and he doesn't want to tell anyone because he doesn't want to stress them out so like i think that's really interesting it's kind of like when we had my brother on and like a few episodes ago where we read that listener's question about like why this guy isn't this like the this girl who was having a fight with this guy she was seeing and then my brother was like well like he's probably insecure because he's not making money. Like, oh, I yeah. don't know. Not, not that, like, with men, their only issue is financial, but, like, that's a really uh, big pressure in our culture that I feel like is overlooked. Like, everyone's obsessed with, like, whatever we're having sex with as mm-hmm. women. And, like, for men, it's, like, they're everyone's obsessed with how much money they have. Like, you need to, like, see... You need to see, like, physical checks of how much money they have for them. Uh, to marry your daughter and stuff like that like there's like kind of modernized forms of dowries i think for oh, people's for sure. families yeah like it's not as transactional but it's like they need some sort of proof well back in the day wasn't a dowry like we'll pay you to take our daughter off our hands and that's why the bride side usually pays for the wedding it's a form of a dowry like the what what real alaya are you can you fa- I'm fact checking with you. No, I thought I thought dowry is the opposite. Yeah, dowry is no. like, oh, I'll give you like for for me to have your daughter, here's here's like our sheep. Yeah. I I thought dowry was like, thank you for taking our daughter off our hands, here's money. No. No. No, it's like what? like in the olden days it was like, oh, like what Wait, farm can, can we look this up cuz I feel like you guys are what wrong. Farm, okay, farm look it up. From, do you have like like, yeah, oh, I I'll give you. Sheep. I'll give you some good like, here's one of my sheep for your daughter. I lost my Bora accent. I used to be really good at it. Alright, I'm gonna look up Dowry. You lost your Bora accent. I, oh, Bora's coming out with a new movie. I know. I'm really excited. Yeah, I hope it's good. Can somebody because... else look it up? I have Metro PCS and I can't search anything. Yeah, I just don't. I just really thought a Dowry was like. Daughters no. were considered so, like, useless. No. I mean, I wonder if there's, like, a reverse dowry. Yeah, it's, like, a dowry is a transfer of parental property, gifts, or money at the marriage of a daughter. A dowry contrasts with the related concepts of bride pi- price and dower. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, you have to pay for the woman. I don't know why I've seen in movies where, like... A dowry was like, we're going to offer this nice man our finest pig for marrying our daughter and taking her oh, off our hands okay, because our daughter there, now no. becomes their financial yeah, burden. I think there is, there is that kind of dowry. Um, you're right, but that's... But yeah, because when you marry two. off your daughter, she officially becomes the other family's financial no, burden. No, I think there's just two different kinds, but not oh. this one is also saying money or property brought by a woman to her husband at marriage. Okay, so, yeah. You're right, okay, so there's two types of dowry, so we learn something. So, okay, so I have a question. In Persian culture, whose family usually pays for most of the wedding? Um, the bride side? I think the bride side. Okay, I feel like that's a dowry. That's like, thank you for taking our daughter off our hands. She's now your financial responsibility. We are going to pay for this party to celebrate you taking her away. Wait, I Alaya knows more about this stuff. She's engaged. Alaya! Alaya, we need your help. None of us are engaged. <laughs> <laughs> We're clueless single spinster woman. Please help us. Oh, I'm not single anymore. anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're in a relationship. Alaya, we need um, wedding advice, and we're not, neither of us are engaged. We need you to help us. In Persian culture, who typically pays for the wedding? Which side? The bride or the groom? I thought in Persian culture, I'm not sure. Oh my god. 
Um, but in white culture, I know that, like, the, the girl pays. You see? No, I think that's... So, so it's a form of dowry is it, what I'm trying to say. We, we looked it up and we realized that dowry is also yeah. the bride side paying off the the groom side thanking them because like when your daughter gets married she officially becomes the other family's financial burden yeah, like property. So, I, so, I, so i was saying there was a type of dowry where you like pay the groom side to like thank them for taking their daughter off their hands so i'm saying now that's why the bride side pays for the wedding because they're paying for this party to thank the groom side for taking their daughter yeah i also think also like Brides, like, are also, like, super controlling, they just, like, want things... things Done a certain way. So then they'll just pay for it. I guess, but, like, I think, like, nowadays it's just, like, whoever has money pays. Or, like, you split it. Yeah. No, I don't know about splitting it, but I feel like maybe in Persian cultures, whoever's family has more money. Mm. But I think, like, yeah, the the groom, like, they pay for the engagement. Because, like, engagement parties are basically weddings now. I don't know, I've been to weddings where, like, specific size of the family paid for specific things, and they made sure to mention it during the wedding, like, oh, you like these flowers? I bought all of them. Wow, like, really? Yeah. That's so, That's so terrible. I know. But I also Holy think, shit. like, in, like, nowadays, like, people just split it. Well, I guess, like, in some cases, like, if one family has, like, a lot more money than the other, then they wouldn't want to split it. Because yeah. they don't want to have a cheap wedding just because their daughter's marrying into, like, a family of lesser stature mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh-huh <laughs> uh-huh no uh-huh uh i don't know like in my parents case like neither of them had fathers like both of their fathers passed away and they're both older so they were paying for their own wedding and my dad wanted like a very minimalist wedding my mom wanted to like go out with a bang yeah you mentioned so like <laughs> he paid for like the minimal stuff and she are you okay <laughs> are you having a butt cramp no no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing oh. okay millie's fine um <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah so anything extra she wanted she paid for yeah, no, I so I started laughing hysterically because I was saying how you had brought this up before. Uh, I always laugh whenever I, I thought, because we always, I feel like everyone always tells you. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a we had a listener um, <laughs> give us a review saying Natalie repeats her stories a lot, and I'm like, thanks, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy you find my dementia endearing. different forms of, like, Okay, I need to stop. I need Millie! To stop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> You're gonna get us cancelled. I mean, I think I think we, like, can't ever be cancelled because our whole podcast is about talking about things that people would normally get cancelled for yeah, talking that's so about. that's true, exactly. That's the whole point of We're our podcast. We're uncancelable. You can't cancel us. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Remember the, like, <laughs> fuck cancer things? Yeah, like, fuck, fuck cancelled. Yeah, I like that. Cancel. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say about weddings. Oh, and engagement. Oh, because I said, like, how engagements are so big these days. Um, I think this was, like, also something we talked about in the episode that we didn't upload, where so many or maybe we can oh. talk about how there's been just like so many no yeah i talked about my meme we didn't upload this yeah so basically i mean anyone who's listening probably saw my my meme that like well that was uploaded to our podcast yeah, yeah. um sorry no yeah I, I don't make memes for my own profile should <laughs> <laughs> i just make my own personal memes that'd be so weird well, i mean the thing is i suck at making memes but i do make personal memes <laughs> yeah also it's usually on your story a lot of the time yeah um yeah but basically um we have a meme on our podcast instagram page that's like um like persians like we're so like trigger happy and so excited to just throw engagements and weddings during like corona time because they finally have a legal excuse not to invite half the persian community in america oh well also known as like inviting selective 
friends and family like, that are really wealthy yeah, yeah you you like, invite people of the highest stature to make like, yourself look better yeah but like won't invite your, your first cousin, cousin that's like not cool out, enough like the whatever yeah persian scene yeah so that's the thing no i know so many people like uh, persians are like typically social climbers so they'll invite people to their dinner parties and to like their weddings and stuff that just make them look better even though they're not close and they'll exclude their like sister who's like a quote-unquote like loser in the community yeah i was thinking i don't know if this was on an episode where we said this out loud or a conversation i had with my brother but they were someone again was like asking about like oh persian iranian and my brother was like no no no, no. I, we only say persian to like let you know we're from the specific like terrible subset of persians <laughs> in los angeles and new york <laughs> like, we're separate like from actual iranian oh my people. God. like that's like that's the signifier <laughs> that's, that's really accurate that like, is accurate I don't, I don't want to you know disgrace iranians right now um, so yeah, that's why we say Persian to let you know we're part of this <laughs> people uh, who social climb um, and like discriminate against people. With yeah. Disorder. Oh my God, Persians are such social climbers. Like actually, in, like disgusting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you got invited to a wedding this week. Yeah. You must be kind of cool. Yeah, well, it's not like it's a second <laughs> marriage. But oh, okay. I think that's it. But a lot of my family, they married like Ashkenazi Jews. So it's like it's basically, it's not really Persian. Oh, okay. It's very, not, yeah, not at all. Okay. So you're not that cool. I'm not, yeah. But I mean, I think he's very cool. Okay, well, so. as long as you think so. <laughs> but yeah, excited to go to the... I'm actually happy I wasn't invited to any weddings this summer. Like sometimes like it's just like a wedding falls on a night where i'd rather be doing something else and it's just like now i have to go to this wedding and show face and if i don't go my mom's like gonna yell at me it's just the whole thing i love a i love a good wedding um i just i feel like um the vows these days have been like more particularly phony do you generally go to weddings that have vows Elias saying no. Come here. You have to talk into the mic. Come talk into the mic. Come here. I just have to say this. I mean, I've been going to like a lot more weddings because because my fiance's like family. There's they have like a million family members and they're all like in their late twenties, so they're all getting married. And I've gone to like so many. Like I used to not go to like any at all before. And I've noticed like in these well, they're mostly Israeli. Like in the Israeli culture, like everything is said in Hebrew. Like, I mean, is this, like, a normal thing that, like, everything is said in Hebrew? The girl, like, barely even says a word. And then, like, and then, like, they say mazel tov and he... Yeah, they, gen- the they generally don't do vows. And then they kiss and I and I was like, wait, when did they say, like, I do? Or, like, when does the girl say anything? No, there's no I do. It's, um, it's when he puts the ring, he's like... And it's like... And in Hebrew they say, like... Um, whatever they do, everything in Hebrew. So I'll understand it. I'll understand that I do part. Okay, good for you. Well, anyway, yeah, I about Persian weddings. They do. do okay, well, Elias talking about Israeli do? weddings. Okay, who does vows? Really <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they but, do do vows. At th- they, who yeah. does vows? I've never been to a Persian wedding. I'm sorry, I've never been to a Persian wedding that did vows. I guess, like, I've never been to a Persian wedding. Maybe I don't go to modern weddings. I don't know, but the Persian weddings I go to, like, they don't do vows. Yeah, it's everything is like done in heat. Like only like the rabbi talks. They do this like seven prayers thing i even actually went to like an, like my cousin who got married here last year she's american and she married like an ashkenazi and they're they're like white they're like not even that religious and like the whole thing was done in like hebrew and like they said nothing themselves and like yeah well i guess like the the rabbi actually said it said the prayers in english but like the couple themselves didn't really say anything personal to one another or say i do it was really weird and i was like is that just like what happens now like i always thought it was like the movies I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I've been to weddings where they do vows, but, um... I feel like... I don't think... I don't think I want to do vows. I definitely want to. Like, I need... I want to say I do. No, but but do you want to write specific specific vows and be like... 
ever since you came into my life, you've been my light. And it doesn't have to be like annoying and corny. Like so what's that. it? So maybe sarcastic under my chuppah and be like, no, I don't know. You don't have to say fine. It could be like really simple and short. Um, I don't know. Like I'm so happy to like make this official. I don't know. Oh, no. okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, please please don't worse. write your own <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna get off your guys' podcast. Um, no, I think I like having a lie in the background. I want you over here for more episodes. Um, I don't know. It's like uh, it's like when Mr. Big in Sex in the City is just like, oh, like Carrie. Any sentence that starts like it's like one with Mr. Big. No, no, it has nothing to do with his character. It's just like a style thing where like. Everyone says, oh, it's something he does is cheesy. Like, Harry's like, oh, this song is so cheesy. He's like, no, it's it's classic. Like, that's sort of, like my view on a lot of things. Like, it's not cheesy. Like, it's it's cla- It's just, you know, something you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, I also have seen a lot of, like, Suzumuni uh, vows. And I'm also going to take a moment to talk about the word Suzumuni, which is <laughs> apparently... I, this is a word I've been using for uh, quite some time. My mom's, again, going to kill me for... <laughs> putting her on blast for like these weird tyranny terms that like most persians don't use but um apparently like in the iranian dictionary it's defined as like something whorish or sorry or someone who does bad things like it doesn't really make sense but just for me uh how i've heard it being being used uh is kind of something kind of comical or trivial or uh I w- the description I've been giving to Kharaji people is like, um, remember when people at high school would uh, come on their birthday with like balloons and like walk around all yeah. day? So I was like, that's Suzmuni. I like made, like cheesy vows. Like, it's just like show off. Not like- show off. It's just like, not, and it's not extra either. It's just kind of like laughable and like, like something you would just go to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or like roll your eyes up. Yeah. So. Okay. But it, it's like, it's a re- it encompasses a lot of things. Anyways, so I think vows could be done well. But one more thing that I have to criticize about Persian weddings is like, I mean, and probably we talked about this in an early episode, but why does everyone have to dance down the aisle these days? <laughs> Eli just jumped out of bed. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, this is not the place to dance down the aisle. I want to walk gracefully down the aisle to... Okay, my problem is isn't the dancing. My problem is anyone who's single. Yeah. You're expected to invite them to walk down the aisle even if the whole ceremony ends up being an hour and a half because of this because it's like this is their time for everyone at the party to have their it's eyes like on a them. Ball. Yeah. So it's like this is their time for everyone at the party to have their eyes on them so they can be like, oh, I want that girl. So it's like yeah. you're putting them on display to it's be bought. Yeah, it's basically an auction. And if you don't invite them to the auction, it's like fucked up. It's like, how dare you not invite me to walk down the aisle? I'm a poor single girl who needs a man. Like, so rude of you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, I hated being asked to walk down the aisle. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, why? I've only walked like one. No. Twi- Wait. I think just one of my cousins, yeah. Also, sometimes... I walk down the aisle to um, an orchestral cover of Hotline Bling. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there to see that. Iconic. Oh, my that's amazing. Um, but sometimes they'll have you walk down the aisle with a male cousin from their other side yeah, of the so family to set me. you up. I don't think they were trying to set me up. They were they were trying to set me up, and then like years later, there was like a earthquake in New York, and he tried to like message me on Facebook and ask me if I'm okay, and I was like, this isn't a thing. That's like, such a good way to slide in a DM, like oh, I hear. Like before DMs were a thing, people would creepily just message you on Facebook. Hey, they would like wave at you first. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you still alive? Oh, you're still alive. Can I go on a date? with you <laughs> i wanted to be in like a poke war oh my god yeah i used to be i had a poke war with someone once with a crush i had we just like randomly poke each other yeah I mean, too, even when facebook was over i think we just started like kept poking each other as a joke it was such a sexual saw, thing it was like oh my god he poked me like, i don't know i think it's just like cutesy i don't know <laughs> but did you see that tweet recently is like um can you imagine being a seventh grader and seeing the inside, the inside of your, your crush's, crush's room, room on, on zoom? zoom yeah oh my um, god yeah. <laughs> That's a huge point. That's so hot. Um, 
But I remember, like, when I was walking, like, about to walk down the aisle with my cousin. I mean, my cousin's cousin. Uh, he was like, oh, hey, so, like, I'm going to, like, dance. Are you down? Like, I think he already knew from my whole vibe that, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> from the look that's constantly painted on your face. <laughs> and, like, my outfit. <laughs> uh, and I was, he's like, yeah, so I'm dancing. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not. And he's like, oh, you don't feel awkward? I'm like, no. <laughs> So you walked while he danced? Well, like, we were hand in hand. Oh, God. Not hand, like, arm in arm, whatever, like, and then he was doing some, like, Persian motion with his hand, like, arm, like, putting it up, and I was yeah. just, like, Princess Di walking down. Wow. So just compared <laughs> yourself to Princess Di. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, that's my... Yeah, there's too many... The things are too long. Yeah. And... It's not a, like, why... It's just nobody cares. I don't like, do like, the dance party after. Yeah. It's like, this is... You know what I mean? Like, what do you... Whatever. I guess for some people, it's... But, like, also, it's just, like... At a certain point, it's just, like, this is too many people. Like... Like, first cousins... Like, oh, no, some people have, like, a lot of first cousins. Yeah, Elias' fiancé has 93 first cousins. On one side. On one side of the family. It's over 100 in total, right? Yeah. Okay. It's really insane. No, how that's many, ridiculous. It's just too many, like, people walking down the aisle. I think if it's more than, like, 30, it's too many. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's a lot of people. <laughs> no, because that's, if you think about it this way, it's 30 divided by 2, so it's, like, because it's usually two people at a time, so it's, like, 15. I feel like that's an average of how many people walk down the aisle, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. If it's more it's than that, it's just like... People are going to, like, turn around with their necks. Yeah. And then it becomes comical. It's like, wait, it's still going on? It's I just like, you why. want the bride to come out already. It's just like, okay, like, this is what we're here for. Recently, I keep referencing this, like, old SNL uh, skit that was, like, from 10 years ago or something. Not Super Bowl, like, 10 years ago. And I think it was, like, the Taco King or, like, the Burrito... Where they just, like, kept adding... Or it was, like, a pizza where they basically just put every kind of food in the world on it. And I just... Wait, it sounds I, really I, funny. I keep referring that... Like, referencing that, too. It's, like, it just feels really reverent. Uh, re- 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 wow. It <laughs> feels reverent. Okay. <laughs> Taco Town, I think. Yeah, it was Taco Town of Bill Hader. And, like... It was, I think it was just making fun of those tacos that, like, have a lot of ingredients. But it's kind of like that. It's like, wait, like, hang on. There's more. What <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway. Wait, what about weddings where they announce who's coming down the aisle? And now, grandma! <laughs> wow, there are people do that? People do that? Yeah. Love it. Everyone clap your hands for Grandma Hamid. Oh, wait, no, Hamid's a man's name. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands for the transgender grandma. Yeah, shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to Hamid. Um, Living her best life. Yeah, but there's definitely a lot of uh, weddings going on. Yeah. COVID. Well, yeah. But again, it's like, there's like convenient times to believe and to not believe in COVID. Right. And I think that's such a... a telling thing of our society yeah these persian weddings it's like i believe in covid enough to not invite you but i don't believe in covid enough to have everyone wear a mask at the wedding to, oh to not have everyone wear a mask like, yeah like they believe in covid enough to the point where they don't want to invite certain people like they just use covid as an excuse to not invite people but yeah. then at the wedding nothing is actually covid friendly yeah it's like oh really like you didn't invite me because of covid like yeah. nothing at your wedding like is COVID friendly at all? Yeah, everyone's just fake. They they believe in COVID when like it's convenient for them, and then when it's not, it's like, oh, COVID who? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Rona. Yeah, Miss Rona. Um. Well, should we should we stop yapping? It's been an hour. I think they they've had enough of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's nice to know they've missed us we've had some people tell us they miss us yeah but i think it was good also like we hadn't taken a break since march yeah yeah we needed the break energy and stuff yeah so much has happened since our last episode for you oh. i don't know I, we've well, things like, still happen in your life no, that's boyfriends true. aren't everything no i know i'm, I'm just <laughs> trying to be dramatic well <laughs> as usual um, see you next week see you next week or see, we're so pretty see you next week like there's no <laughs> podcast like it's so hard to explain that there's no vision so, uh, what we do to- <laughs> so so what do you want us to say hear you next week <laughs> like, it sounds weird yeah I'll hear you later <laughs> meet you sonically next week <laughs> bye <laughs> sonically <laughs>